You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 60 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-host Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. We want to thank everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please share it so we can get more viewers in here. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to us and share the word. Mikey P, take it away. Did you say 60 episodes, Mike? Yes. 60 I'm looking forward to nine episodes. more episodes. Holy shit. Looking forward Holy to nine more shit. of them things. Damn. Thank you to everybody for getting us here. And we are happy to continue. We are just getting started. You know we always say that. We're just getting started here at P&I. So I'm going to start us off right now, actually. Okay? Yeah. P&I. Episode 60 is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for Prize Picks today using the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Promo code ICONIC. Prize Picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, check us out live right now on the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Be sure to subscribe to us there. Keep up with all of our show news. Uh, one other update for you guys. All right. Next show. Moving it back a day so that everybody can be here. It's going to be this Wednesday, March the 2nd, 8 p.m. All right? So next show, Wednesday, March 2nd, 8 p.m. It's See lit. you there. <laughs> it's, <a new> month. <laughs> it's fucking lit. Yeah, we need some fucking energy in here, man. What the fuck's up, man? What's up with you guys, yo? Look, let's talk. What's up? How was your weekend? There. Hey, you know what? I'll, How I'll was your weekend? A little, a little... It was fun. Yeah. Kyle got married. We had a great time. Congrats, Kyle and Congrats, Emily. Kyle. Um, Congrats, I can't believe Congrats. I was, can't believe I was invited. I was shocked by that. I was excited too. No, nah, nah, I'm playing. not gonna say that. <laughs> man. That was that was fun as shit. <laughs> that we was a funniest time, wedding. Man. Congrats, Kyle, again. Yeah, that was yeah, great. Thank you Congrats. for having us. We appreciate it, man. Yo, I got something for you guys to get us started. All right, before we before we get started with the actual segments, did you notice that Aaron Rodgers was left out of Green Bay's London promo? Been screaming. Did you guys notice that? <laughs> No, I actually didn't. No, I actually didn't watch it, but I mean, I don't pay attention to him. He booty. It, it is what it is. You can, you can take deal. it for what you want. It's kind I, of a big deal. He's I not think. giving him anything. 
like in terms of like uh, they're in limbo too i mean i thought the decision was coming by the end of february i know but like leaving him out in the video like do they seem miffed about it like i don't even know like i don't does he is he miffed like if if their relationship is so dandy then what then who cares maybe they're just over it he's as good as gone fellas that's what i'm thinking he's as good as gone they know it we know it but the next move is the part that we don't know yet so um also derek jeter stepped down from the marlins job that was interesting kind of out of nowhere after he did he did a pretty good job over there yeah he did so um there's that and also this is going to be our segue i just saw that the sixers are expected to aggressively pursue deandre jordan as their backup center stay tuned interesting but that's that's actually a perfect way to lead off okay we're talking sixers because we have to did you guys see james harden mm -hmm. straight fucking cooking that's what i'm talking about i didn't notice what's coming on it's the best that's the best song in the nba you know it you know it here come the fucking sixers baby it's the best. two Jim games in james harden goes off tyrese maxi goes off joel b goes off the sixers win two in a row with james harden on board Oh my goodness. And it was it was not just two in a row though. This was historical what we saw. Okay, let me tell you a little something to start us off. Embiid, Harden, and Maxi combined for 176 points in their first two games together. That is the second most in NBA history behind Wilt Chamberlain, Paul Arizon. I can't even pronounce this. York Larice. 193 points in 1961. <laughs> this is the best we've seen. Since 1961, you couldn't have asked for a better weekend. You couldn't have asked for a better weekend. All right? So we're that's legit. how we're starting this shit. We're legit. James Harden, Sixers, what are your thoughts? This is completely freeform, okay? Uh, what are your thoughts right now? Instant thoughts, man. Like, yo, this team is fucking scary, yo. I love watching the Sixers now. It's it's fun to watch because, like, Embiid, like, he deserves this. He's happy. He deserves to have somebody that can take, like, the weight off his shoulders a little bit and score and be lethal with the basketball and dish it out and get other people involved. Like, Maxie's a beast, bro. Like, we talked about on the last on the last show, you know, like, he's probably our three now. Like he is our like three. fuck fuck Tobias. I mean, I know last last show we were talking about Tobias. He should be, you know, he should have more space and be able to facilitate the floor a little bit more, take better shots. But like honestly, he's been struggling since Harden. I know it's only been two games. It's basketball. It's a long season, so I'm not gonna put too much credence into two games. But like, I've never really been much of a Tobias fan as it is. Um, just like, I I think because it's like. The Sixers signed him to a max contract, so that kind of like soured me a bit as far as like being a fan of him because I don't think he's a max player. But I like him. I just I don't think he fits with the Sixers like next year for me. But like overall, I loved like the Sixers. They look great offensively. Um, they're fantastic to watch, man. Like there's I, I look at them and I look at the rest of the East and I'm like, bro, like who could fuck with us? Like, who could fuck with us, for real? Like, if we could score like that, like 125 a game, like, we're good, dude. Like We probably are, to be honest. Yeah. I but, mean, like, uh, Embiid, Embiid alone was responsible for 61 points. He's a monster. So, between his points and his assists, at minimum, because I, I didn't even calculate the threes. But it's just, you see it, and it's just, it's, I felt like that game was like getting ready for an Eagles game on a Sunday. That's how much buzz there was. Uh, and then you see what James Harden said afterwards. He said that uh, New York felt like it was a home game. 
And uh, he was saying he can't wait for tomorrow night, which I can't either. He's just like, it's funny because when the season first started out, like he looked out of shape. He looked like shit when he first started, but he just was uninspired, unhappy. And like I said, how could you be happy in that situation? You have a head coach that's, you don't really know what he is. All the drama with Kyrie. Kevin Durant, it's like in the beginning he was fine, but Kevin Durant gets a little nicked here and there now. So he, he missed some time. But, I mean, he just looks, he's happy, he's smiling, he's energized. And to be honest, like, for me, the best thing is, is, like, I feel like Maxi and Thibel are benefiting the most. Like, Thibel was averaging five points a game. The last two with uh, Harden, he's at nine and a half now. So, because now, like, you have, when you put Maxi out there who can shoot, you got Harden that can shoot and Bede that can shoot. Now you have a free lane for Maxi. Um, yeah, like I think you can push Matisse. the floor a little bit more. Like 100%. you, have, a, you like, have so much more like open lanes <clears throat> to to you know facilitate and get easy baskets. Like that's I know. Major. And the thing with uh, for me with Tobias is he's a little bit lost right now. <laughs> I feel like, but I think he'll figure it out. But he made a big shot against the Knicks at the, towards the end of that game when they were making a little bit of a run. So he'll figure Second it out. He eased up a little bit. Bro, he had zero points, bro. Like, I know, I know. Was it's tough. Bro, I was like, does he have a stat line? Like, yeah. he, he was, was out there doing cardio. Game, yeah, yeah. First game, <laughs> he was being asked to do more defensively, so I didn't really care about that. But he definitely looks a little lost. I'll agree with you guys. And, and that would be my only concern right now. That was my follow-up question was, what are your concerns? Um, but we'll get there in a second. I mean, otherwise... Like, I'm not one to overreact. I don't see how you can't. How mm -hmm. is this duo going to be stopped? I should say trio. Tyrese Maxey was unstoppable. Yeah, include him. Absolutely unstoppable, shooting at a high percentage. He's a beast. I mean, everybody just looks comfortable. It's only two games, remember that? It's only two games in, and they look like they adjusted as if they've been teammates forever. It looks like they've been teammates forever. So, so much for that adjustment period. Um, the defense even. I mean, James Harden even looked good defensively. The thing is, Am I too, the only one that saw that? I thought he looked good on defense. No, he did because he's engaged. But the thing is, too, is he's like... happy. The thing... It's like, you see, uh, I tweeted at Jason McIntyre. I tweeted at Jason McIntyre, and he, he responded back because I'm a master troll. And um, <laughs> I wanted to actually try and get him on this podcast. But after his take today, saying that Harden and Embiid aren't a top five duo in the East, he's not worthy to be on Psychotic and Iconic. Bro, I would love he that. Can stay, he can stay on Fox. I just tweeted him. If you're watching, stop that nonsense. You were paid to say that because you do not believe that. There's no way in the world. We're going to have to clip that. You are banned from P&I <laughs> yeah. until yeah, further he is, Yeah, he yeah. is banned from P&I. Clip and care. send. Yeah, no way. So uh, enough Mike, of that. what did I tell you earlier? What did I tell you earlier? He was paid. 100%. He, he sold his soul. soul. Yeah. I love so it. Bro, it, 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 it has to be because there's no, there's no way a human being that watched the first two games with Harden and B believes that. There's no way. The, and, and, and if he believes that, show me a top five that is better than Harden and B. Well, he said... Uh, and I'll show you a liar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no cap. Yeah. No cap. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I'm arriving. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just... Like if you say if you if you said if you were to say Durant and Irving, I'm like, all right, I got you. But Harden and Embiid are better than Giannis and Drew Holiday. They're better even, than Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Can you put Kyrie and, and KD together as better than as Harden a duo? And I wouldn't. But like, if you're gonna bro, make that argument, I would let that argument happen because Kevin Durant is yeah, well, with KD's when he's healthy, KD, yeah, he's Kyrie. the best player. In the Will NBA. they both be on the floor? That's, the my, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, even even off of that, it's just like. It's James Harden, dude. Like, not for nothing, but 
He's a better passer than Ben Simmons. He can facilitate. He just has a bad narrative around him. He can facilitate. And he's more oh, yeah. lethal because he can stop and shoot. Well, actually, this is a perfect perfect timing. Tom Doherty, I want to give him credit for this stat. James Harden, 28 assists in two games. 28! Mm-hmm. That's an average of 14. That's, That's unbelievable. Easy. And he's averaging over 20 points. Easy. I mean, just easy. Everything looks so easy. Embiid even, uh, I mean, I'm going to reference Friday, but the first half of Friday's game, Embiid didn't even look that great in the game, and he still finishes with over 30. He went 0 for 4 from 3. 0 for 4 from 3, and we put 125 on him. Yo, I would honestly say, like, the team almost seemed uncomfortable with how open they were starting Friday. Like, they were just, they didn't know what to do. Energy. They were so open. Energy matters. They really were wide open. Because they're all playing together. They're playing together. You don't have that cancer on a team anymore. Like, you don't have that in the back of your head. Like, oh, Simmons here, Simmons there. That shit's gone, bro. And uh, real fast, so we could go, we could talk a little bit about that. We got a few minutes. Ben Simmons, hope and optimism that he will be ready to play by the playoffs is insanity. Now his back hurts. Absolute insane. He's another one, just like Anthony Davis, tours labia out indefinitely. <laughs> bro. <laughs> I, that's yeah. exactly what it is. I don't understand it. Don't understand <laughs> it. I apologize to all the women better, watching the show, actually. but I'm keeping it a buck. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, how he's just getting a pass for this. Goran Dragic hasn't played, and he's already suiting up. Yeah, not for nothing, though. Going back to, like, Kyrie, like, I feel like he gets a pass, too, bro. For like, what? he hasn't done shit since, like, the Cavs really won. No. I mean, look look at the history. Like, he was, like, Boston, he ran his ass out of, out of town. Like, Kyrie's just unpredictable. Like, that's my point. You never, like, so my he, thing is this. How can we put KD and we put Kyrie together and say they're better than Embiid and Harden? How? So real fast, my thing. Like when, if we're going off talent alone, cool. But I can yeah. put two two other players together and, and say the same shit. Let me say this real fast. With Kyrie, I feel like when you're a sports athlete and you're one of the best in the world, it's around the clock. With Kyrie Irving, I feel like he treats the being an NBA superstar like being at like a nine to five job. He shows up, does his job, and goes home and goes about his business and doesn't think of it anymore. And that that that's not great players. No, you got. That's not LeBron's, KD's, Giannis. They don't take random three-week going hiatuses and sabbaticals because of some crazy shit going on in the world. Like that should be that should be your sanctuary. That should get you away from everything. No, I I totally agree, man. And like and and the thing with like Ben Simmons, like with like his whole situation, it's like, bro, like you haven't played in a year, dude. Like, how are you getting hurt? You're training. That's how that's how, <laughs> how you're getting hurt. Like, I, I I'm just so confused by the whole situation, but I'm so fucking happy the Sixers got rid of him. Like, so I've been happy. saying we should get rid of him a long time ago. Like, I always said the Sixers are never going to win with Embiid and Simmons. you got to trade one of them. This was before Embiid really kind of, like, you know, made a name for himself in the league. You know what I mean? But, he like, I just, I just didn't think those two, like, could coexist. Yeah. And, Yo. like, looking at Simmons now, bro, it's like, dude, like, let me take fucking work off for a fucking whole ass year. Let me get paid millions and sit on my fucking ass and then say oh, I got a back injury. I would love that shit. I mean, what the fuck? Like, Yo, for if, real. He, if he if he's doing this just to be able to sit out on March 10th versus the Sixers, what's going to happen if the Sixers face the Nets in the playoffs? Are no you going to sit plays. out all those games? No, if the Sixers play the Nets in the playoffs, there is no way in the world he plays in that series. The whole series? There's no, dude. There's no way. 
There's no way. If you can't he handle be a game in from March, the NBA, then yeah. He if you can't banned. handle a game in March, and you can't, you couldn't handle the crowd when you were a home player. I said this on like episode three. You had a fan in there showing emotions how to shoot free throws and telling them you got it. The dude with the blue shirt on. Yeah. I never forget. What more do you want? He wasn't crushing them. He was actually cheering yeah, him encouraging on. And, like, encouraging Yeah. Like, like, it was good. It was positive energy. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. James Harden, it's a joke. James Harden in two games tied Ben Simmons' three-pointers with the Sixers. That's five in his whole Sixers career James Harden had in two games. And, again, like, effortlessly, like, a couple of them five feet beyond the arc mm-hmm. in people's face. I mean. It's beautiful. It's just refreshing. Let me ask you it guys is. a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Steph Curry's an MVP candidate? Honest question. And you'll see where, where I'm going to bring this in. I know exactly. I need, I need to know. I know exactly where you're going with it. Do you think he is, though? Oh, hell yeah. Hell no. Like, top three MVP hell, candidate. Hell no. Hell no. Like, bro, do, do you know there's, like, 40 games left in the season? Like, this guy can, like, pop off anytime. Of course, yeah. he's always in the conversation. All right. Well, after he reads these stats. Now, here's the thing. I didn't talk to Mikey at you all about this today. All you want. Just read the stats. I because am going off of Harden, impact. No. That's fine. And Harden is better than this him is, in every category except one. This is important, by the way. This is important because, remember, James Harden's washed. He's washed. He can't play anymore. Okay? He's old. The contract's not valuable. You're too They're going to let him go. It's it's a horrible deal, okay? The Sixers lost the deal, right? James Harden. Points per game. Assists per game. Rebounds per game. Field goal percentage, okay? The only thing that he does not beat Steph Curry in in the last 25 games. Remember, MVP candidate. Everyone's been saying a top three candidate. Right behind Jokic, right? The only thing that James Harden is behind Steph Curry in is three-point percentage, and it's literally by almost a percentage and a half. That's how close it is. James Harden is outplaying Steph Curry, your MVP of the Warriors, over the last 25 games. Only two with the Sixers. And you saw what, what it looks like with him in the Sixers uniform. I mean, he's washed, though. He's washed. Super washed. I the mean, Sixers lost the deal. To me, it makes sense, though. I mean, like, last year... The Warriors were they, they didn't even make the playoffs, bro. Like they were only six games over five hundred. This year they're second in the West. So to me it makes sense. Like he's carrying his team. He's propelling them to uh an upper echelon team in the NBA. Whereas last year they just need drink. in the last two years, they got hurt, they had injuries, and it was just a bad season. But now it seems like they have like so they have something going over there in in Golden State again. Oh, they're always a threat. I yeah. was only oh, kidding because I knew the like, stat you were saying. They're great, and Steph's great. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying. James Harden, I mean, it couldn't be more opposite. He is He's clearly the furthest thing from fucking washed. Everybody saw it, okay? The guy needed some motivation. Now, okay, our concerns, I would say what? Getting everybody, getting the depth involved a little more, getting Tobias on track. I mean, is there anything else that concerns you? Real quick, though. Like, is there anything that concerns you right now? Not much. I would say we do need some We need some bench work. But to be honest, the only thing good about not having a good bench is Doc can't deploy that all-bench lineup bullshit in the playoffs. So I, I prefer, not, facts, to have a, I prefer I say, not to have a bench at this point. I will say when I was watching the Knicks and the Sixers, it looked like the low point for the Sixers' offense was when Harden was on the floor by himself with other— with, He was with, on the four bench players. Yeah, with bench players. To me, that was like— it allowed the Knicks to catch up a bit, and and they did. But then you know, once you 
you put Embiid back on the floor, it was a blowout. Now, one thing, like, too, real fast. Yeah. But against that, a good team, they could capitalize off that. So they got to watch. They got to make sure that they're putting the right pieces together on the floor at all times because you don't want to have that flat, that flat, you know, uh, part of the game to allow a good team to come back in because once they're back in the game, they're not going away. Like the Knicks went away because the Knicks are the Knicks. We like need that. Better. Harris is going to have to learn that when James Harden goes down, that's where he has to step up and be the scorer. Right. And I'm, I'm sure I, I do believe in him. I, I don't I don't trash Harris. I, I like him for real. Um, but that's where he's going to need to step up. And he has to take open shots when he's open. Like, yes. There were several times. There was at least four or five times that I remember where he had an open shot and decided to take it to the bucket. Just shoot the damn ball. All right. It, it, it's a matter of comfortability. He'll be fine, I think. I mean, that's a guy where he actually does need to find his place a little bit, and two games might not have been enough. But if he gets going, guys, if he just averages 15 a game, like, how is this team losing? They they were up by two with, like, three minutes left. They won by 16. Bro, it's just easy. They, they, can, they can turn this shit on anytime they want. I agree, but it's averaging easy. 15... Averaging 15, look, I get it. It's it's the role he's going to play. But averaging 15 for a guy who's a max player, that should be no problem. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, like, for real, bro. Not even talking about the contract. I'm just saying, like, that's that's pretty fair. 15, if you get 15 out of him and you're getting these numbers from the other three, there, there's going to be very few teams that can match what we do. So I have no problem saying, I'm going to say it again. They're going to the finals. They're going no to the cat. finals. No cat. I don't give a shit about overreacting. They're going to the finals, and they are probably they should be the favorites. Mm -hmm. I, don't give I a will shit. say this though, we I'm have not an to... over emotional guy like you guys. I, I, I I'm not even <laughs> like look, That's winning cold. winning is great. Like everybody's happy when you win, right? I want to see the Sixers when they actually go on a little skid, like a two-game skid. The next, I want to see how they react. The next seven games, good, we'll find out. Good, a you lot said about that. Nick. I really do want to see it though. I'm like, I'm not I'm rooting for them to that. go on a on a on a on a spiral here, but I just want to see how they respond to to adversity. To adversity no, right? this is good, you. Nick. This is good. I'm glad you said that because this is how we're going to end it with the Sixers. All right, their next five games, they got the Knicks at home, they got the Cavs at home. A back-to-back -back with Miami right after the Cavs game, okay? Then they got the Bulls at home. Then they got the Nets at home. What's the Sixers' record in the next five right there? What's their record? 4-1. Just curious. I'm thinking 4-1, too, because that back-to-back is going to be tough. That's where I think they're going to get still, a loss. Say the schedule again. I'm sorry. You got Knicks. You got Knicks in Philly. You got Cavs in Philly two days later. And then you got a back-to-back -back with the Heat in Miami. And then you got the Bulls in Philly two days later. Three days later, you got Ben Simmons and the Nets in Philly. 4-1. Yeah, I, I, I think. I'll say 4-1. I think they lose one to the Heat. The Heat one is the one I'm worried about. I only because split. of the back-to-back. -back. But, yeah, I mean, I right. wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if they went 5-0. I wouldn't. Until proven otherwise, I think they're only going to get better. Like, that's the thing. And the Heat, the this Heat, the Heat are good, bro. Like the Heat, oh, they're not a slouch team. So to go one one against them, like that's not like a concern for That'd me. Like that's actually like that's great. You know, like if you're going off the schedule, playing the Knicks, playing the Cavs, Heat twice, and they got the Bulls. Like that's a pretty that's a pretty tough stretch. But overall, like I think like they're gonna go four and one. But I want to see them. Like I, I just want to see how they react after a loss. That's kind of what I'm next. For me, for the Sixers, like I know they can, they can play. They can compete with the best of them. 
anybody like any team in the nba for like for for what that matters but i just want to see them you know in a tough situation and see how they respond because that's where like you'll you'll see your leadership on the team and leadership takes you places and leadership wins you championships so for me like i i definitely want to see that as my last like check you know check me on the box i guess i just i that's my last that's my last thing for the Sixers. But well Nick, you're gonna find out. I promise you that. We're gonna learn a lot of these next five games. And the Sixers schedule overall is pretty difficult for the second half of the season. So we'll see. But we have to keep moving, okay? We got more NFL to talk about. All right. Phil, hit that shit. Pause. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Real shit. Damn. Throwback. That's facts. We got some interesting news today. And I'm happy we held this one off. We have to talk about Kyler Murray, okay? Kyler Murray, this is an interesting subject that came almost out of nowhere. Everybody already knows. I'm going to summarize it for you. I'm going to describe the situation, and we're going to break this shit down for everybody, all right? He scrubbed all of his Instagram photos. He unfollowed the Cardinals on every piece of social media to start. And then Chris Mortensen reports he's frustrated with the franchise. He's being framed as the scapegoat. Uh, he was set up to be embarrassed in the playoffs, and the people in the building think that he's self-centered, lacks leadership, right? Okay, so the odd vibe is, quote, alarming, Mortensen says. And then, I mean, there's supposedly veterans that are going to reach out and teach him how to be a leader and face adversity a little bit better. Today, today, Kyler's agent posts this long-ass thing. I don't know if everybody read it because it was it was just way too long, but... Pause. Uh, po- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it gave you pause reading that whole fucking thing. So the, the theme there is he wanted to state his desire to win the Super Bowl and that he wants to be the long-term answer for the Cardinals, basically pitching that he needs a long-term contract from the Cardinals, which who the fuck does that? Like, I mean, third or fourth year player going out there and basically begging his team for a contract publicly Kind of a weird look there. So oh. we're gonna have, we gotta we gotta talk, we gotta break this down. I this can tell weird. you who does that. A selfish person will do that. But go ahead, it carry sure on. sounds like it, Nick. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this situation, guys? And then we gotta decide where we think he's going because I'm not so sure this story's over. I don't think we can dismiss this after today's news. Uh, I don't think we can automatically assume he's staying in Arizona. Uh, I do think I do think he's staying in Arizona, but I think he's sweet. I think he's a bitch. I think so too. After th- I, it's he has accomplished nothing in his three years in the league, except some flash plays. He made his first playoff appearance this year. As soon as he lost his rock star wide receiver, trended downhill the rest of the way. And then, I mean, obviously, I've been on on record a million times. I don't like Cliff Kingsbury to begin with, but I don't know if Cliff Kingsbury is going to be able to get Kyler Murray if there is a next level to that next level. But for him to come out and say he's being scapegoated for the playoff makes no sense. You were terrible. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, your offensive line was getting overwhelmed. But Joe Burrow played that offensive line. Tom Brady played that offensive line. Odell Beckham had more passing yards in the third quarter than Kyler Murray at one point in the game. I know. He just, Kyler Murray just, he's, he's deflecting the blame now. If he was a real leader, he takes that loss on his shoulders. Absolutely, bro. That's, that is, but that's how you signal to the guys in the locker room, this is my shit, this is my team, I'm the leader of the team. When everything is bad, 
I get all the criticism. When everything is good, you dish out all the compliments. That's what leaders do. He's not a leader. And then after your third year, you want a contract? Dak Prescott Bro, vibes. I'm telling you right now. He's going to start getting franchise tagged and all this crazy shit. And if they don't win this year, then they're going to start calling with uh, the clean. If, like I said, if, they, if, Cliff, if they start out, you know, three and four, four and four, they're going to start calling for Cliff Kingsbury. Now you have to get in a new head. You're going to have an interim head coach. Then you're going to have a new head coach, a new offensive system that he's going to have to learn. Come on, man. Take some responsibility. It happens. You lost. Improve Shit happens. Game. He's got to. He's got to improve his game and his character. Yeah. And right one now. thing, like, I love that. I'm I love shocked. that comment, Mike. And one thing is too is like, when quarterbacks get shit on, like ones that are like underperforming, like such as my guy Baker, they were coming at his play, not at him personally and his character. Like this is a whole different thing with Kyler Murray. So that this is like this is what happened with Carson Wentz with Alshon Jeffrey and Malcolm Jenkins. Doesn't lead to good things. Yeah, like it's sour for me. It was it's just total immaturity, man. You fucking you wiped out like your Instagram, you know, like for, you know, on your on the Cardinals uniform, whatever, right? All the photos you wiped your Instagram, like bro, like are we like seventeen years old? Like bro, like you lead a franchise and you're wiping your Instagram <laughs> for me, for me, I I'm trading your ass. You gonna wipe your you gonna wipe your Instagram? But yet, I want you to leave my team fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy out of your mind. I'm trading your ass. I'm getting fucking four first-round picks for your bitch ass. And I'm saying goodbye. The man only had three 300-yard passing games this year. And he got, and he wants a new contract? Like, who the fuck's he, bro? Like, I don't understand this. You threw, you, He's the same thing every year. He's been seriously consistent. 2019, he had... Uh, 3,722 passing yards with 20 touchdowns and, tw and 12 interceptions. Then he had, uh, in 2020, 3,971 passing yards, 26 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions. 2021, uh, 3,787 yards, 24 touchdowns, and 10 picks. That's literally consistent. Consistently just might get you to the playoff mediocre wild card cool bro Yo, what the Vic. fuck did you do dude like you didn't do anything like for me it's just like I, i'm just tired of all this baby shit bro the problem is is that all these all these high profile players these quarterbacks they have all the leverage i can leave your franchise and leave it all in turmoil and you can have to draft somebody and whoever you draft he might be ass too so it's either you pay my ass or i'm gone see like that to me that's corny <laughs> like to me, that's fucking corny, bro. Like, where is Yo, the loyalty let me, anymore? Let me, let me add to what you just said, Nick. Let me add to what you just said, because I actually and and you guys know I I'm on I was on the Kyler side of the Kyler versus Baker debate, and he was performing at an MVP level for about a month and a half. All right, midseason comes around, and it was like he saw ghosts of last year. Okay, he didn't improve at all in the second half of the season. I mean, the team won another three games, all right? So they won – they had a three-win improvement from year one to two and then another three-win improvement from year two to three. That's a nice accomplishment. But I could argue this, as Nick just said, with the consistency factor. I could argue that his game hasn't changed since he was a rookie. And this is – I'm telling you, he's a top-ten quarterback, and I don't think he's improved – any one aspect of his game since his rookie year. I think he's kind of been the same player. He's a good player, but I need to see if this guy is actually willing to to grow his game. Oh, Kyler and then Simmons. obviously he, he needs to grow as a leader. That's that's alarming to me. Mortensen put it best. It's alarming. 
And and again, this is me. I'm saying, I'm telling you right here. I I was all aboard that train in the first half of the season. Everybody saw what was going on. And yes, the Hopkins thing hurt. But again, we got the, the arguments behind Burrow and, and other guys who have equally as bad situations. Love it, Mike. He didn't show up. And he's, and he's blaming everybody else. So I have a problem with that. I, I, I think... We were talking about, we were saying this midseason, like year four, you know, post-playoff berth. We're going to learn a lot year four. I think that his whole future is hinged on this year. I'm not even so sure that he don't get traded. But Nick said, I mean, Nick said it right. Actually, I think it's going to probably be a four first-round pick price tag. And I don't know anybody that's going to pay that after this news came out. Four first-round picks. Might. Bro, bro, that's I, I insane. That's, bro, you're paying four first-round picks just to go to the wild card and get bounced out the first round. It's like to no, me, it's then you dumb. Gotta, it doesn't make any sense, bro. You know what else is funny? It well, took someone, Kyler Murray someone three be, years to make the playoffs. Two of those years, he had DeAndre Hopkins. Jalen Hurts made the playoffs in his first year. Who's on a better trajectory? Well, I'm not about to take it that far. It is oh, I'm game. taking it that however, far. However, yo. I mean, these there's something to be said passes, about a bro. guy asking. He's probably going to ask for $50 million a season. I'm, I'm going to bet you that he asked for almost around 50 in his first his first uh, negotiation. Okay? He's going to ask for a record-setting million. contract. Bro, who do you think you kidnapped? Yeah, Chelsea Clinton? Bro, can, can that's you... That's my point. 50, this is ridiculous bro, we're talking that he's asking. $50 million a year for what? For, for, for 24 touchdowns and 12 picks? <laughs> Bro, and that's the thing. Is obviously, it. he I'm sees g- himself differently. He's getting paid $2 million per touchdown Probably because he's that's too insane. short to look in a mirror. That's For why what? he sees himself differently. We're, we're talking like this guy has won a Super Bowl before. <laughs> like, like I don't it. understand, bro. Like, who the fuck is he to do that, though? $50 million. $50 million. Go that's on, fam. Crazy, we take this exactly. Tom Brady don't get $50 million. He'll take fifteen and, and win a bowl. That's how you do it. He's not you on wanna, record. Yo, if you want to win a Super Bowl, why the fuck would you take all the money in the salary cap? Why would you do that? If you really want to win and you're passionate about winning and bringing a fucking championship to your franchise that drafted you, why would you take all the money in the, in, in the pot? He saw. Can somebody fucking tell me that? It doesn't make any sense to me. You're telling me I can get $25 million, which I would be totally fucking cool with, take the other $25 million and give it out to other players to make our team better to make us go to the Super Bowl. That's exactly what I would do. But that's me. I'm not selfish. I'm not a piece of shit. You know what I mean? I'm not. $50 million is crazy, dog. $50 million to play fucking 17 games? That's crazy. You guys well, call what you want. $50 million is fucking bananas, dog. It's, that's $3 million a game. What's Listen, next? $60 million? Just, That's crazy, dog. What, what are we talking about? This is about? just pure... This is me putting on my front office cap. Pure speculation. If you're already asking for an extension at this point... You don't believe. He's going to ask for record money because he saw Dak Prescott got paid, what, 43 so I'm guaranteeing you, they're probably going to ask for 50 the first negotiation. This is me putting on my front office cap. That doesn't mean that he's he's on record saying this. So I'm just putting that out there. I think that's what he's going to ask for. I think he's going to ask for that six, seven-year commitment right now. And and at this point, I wouldn't give it to him either. Bro. you got to play out at least the fourth year before I decide that. And then, honestly, uh, I mean, if he don't fucking grow the fuck up, and don't improve, I'm shipping his ass out. There there will be a team that would pay at least three first rounders. Now, four after this news, probably not happening. But if someone if someone offered them three right now, I, I don't know if they wouldn't entertain it. I think that they might. Bro, I'm being, I would they, give you, on here. I'm being more serious. Them by now. I would give yeah. you Kyler Murray, 
and DeAndre Hopkins. And give me all your draft picks. My, Fuck yeah, I would do that. So look, my, here's, Absolutely. Here's my thing here. I'm being dead serious. I'm not even playing around right now because I know we've had our issues with Kyler Murray on this show. What has Kyler Murray done in three years that would warrant three first-round draft picks? Besides, I, make bro, some. I, besides, make some some wow throws. Mike, that have a comp. He's never bro, thrown for bro, thirty touchdowns. I'm just as confused as you, bro. I don't understand where this is even coming from. Four first round picks, fifty million. Like to me, that's bananas, bro. Bro, like, if I'm, if I, I bro, would look, one first round pick. I, I get it too, but he he wants a contract and shit. But man, like if you're gonna start at fifty million, bro, like where what is Aaron Rodgers gonna get on the open market? Like he's gonna well, look, he's gonna restructure his deal. The reason is simple. The, the reason's simple because you don't see. A potential and listen i know that we have our qualms with the guy but there's definitely teams out there <laughs> that think he's Rob. a franchise quarterback and he's 24 years Facts. old so somebody would pay that price tag because i mean if you if you think he's a franchise quarterback there's no price you won't pay for a guy that young that's well, that's, that's a good point, point. I'll give that. it, that's fair is it as if you don't see guys get moved like that on their first contract it does not happen so um somebody would pay up for the skill set the question is, would they be willing to move him? I'm not sure. So my follow-up for with for you guys right now is, where do you think he winds up? Because I, I don't know if it's a sure thing anymore after today. Today was just the latest example of they need to get a fucking reality check. They need a reality check. Kyler Murray and his agent need a reality check. They're losing leverage by the day. He should go to Oakland A's. He should get the fuck out of football and go play baseball. You want your bread, bro? You want your bread? You want your guaranteed bread? Go get it. Get the fuck out. I love that. I'm serious, bro. Go, I'm dead go to the Oakland A's. Like, bro, like you're leaving a bad, a bad taste in your teammates' mouth, bro. Like by pause, by, pause. That's fucking crazy, dog. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like, bro, like, like it's just like, dude, you're gonna go back in that locker room and those guys will look at you sideways, bro. Like I would. Hell I'm yeah. like, bro, like, do, do you not want to be here or are you just here for the paycheck? Like, I don't want to go to war with you. Do you care about yeah. winning? Especially when you got to stand on a stool care? to look me in the eye. It, bam. <laughs> bam. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Yeah, I mean, well, hey, I think for, for one thing, I think he stays in Arizona this year. But so like I. I said, I'm going to repeat it. I think that now, more so than ever before, Year four is going to tell us a fucking lot. Year four is going to tell us a lot. That would be a big chip to move, by the way. It doesn't matter how you feel. That would be a monster trade, no matter what happens. That would be a monster trade. So, anyway, guys, now we move on to maybe a more uh, provocative subject, which is hard to believe that there could be one. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Your former Eagle and maybe former Colt, question mark? Okay, let me break this one down for you guys, all right? It started with, and this is the same day, by the way. Chris Mortensen was dropping fucking bombs this day. I, I mean, he must have he heard from everybody this day. So, Mort Bomb number two says, Wentz will probably be traded or released before March 19th when his $15 million base salary becomes guaranteed. His future in Indy looks, quote-unquote, bleak all right then there's follow-up from a colts reporter zach Kiefer. he echoes the same thing he says that he thinks the colts already made the decision and that this is a when not if kind of situation lastly you see a few days ago ian rapaport says the colts are actively looking to upgrade over wentz ahead of the new league year there were some whispers sprinkled in that hey the colts are just gauging the market they may wind up staying with them but 
it sure looks like at this point, when there's smoke, there's fire. It looks like they're trying to move on from the guy, and it may be a no-matter-what situation. That's what it's looking like. So, my question first is, what are your thoughts on these reports? And then, where do you think Carson Wentz winds up this year? Like, do they keep him? Do they release him? Do they trade him? What happens? Give me your thoughts. Um, I was shocked when I heard. Too, by the way, yeah, I was shocked Audience when too. I heard this. To be honest, because I thought he played outside of the last two games. I thought he he played well this year. From weeks four to sixteen, he had twenty-two touchdowns, the five interceptions, and the third rate, uh, third highest QBR between Aaron Rodgers and Joe Burrow. So he did play well this year. It's just he's being the scapegoat right now for them not making the playoffs. And I know a lot of the pressure and a lot of the blame gets put on the quarterback. Now, Kyler Murray can learn from him in this because he's not out unfollowing people with all these rumors and blaming all his teammates. But, like, my thing is, is, like, the entire year it was Jonathan Taylor is an MVP candidate. Jonathan Taylor is this offense. So we gave Jonathan Taylor all the credit for 17 games. And then the last two games, all the blame got put on Carson Wentz. Now, Carson Wentz didn't go out there and let up 26 points to the Jaguars. He didn't do that. The first play of the game, the Jaguars drove right down the field and punched him in the mouth with an interim head coach. So you have to put some of that blame on Frank Reich, too. Now, Carson Wentz didn't play particularly well. But, like, at the end of the day, it's just it's media narrative, and that, that's all it really is. I, I mean, but I don't understand, though. Like, how could you really upgrade? Who would you even get that would really, like, I don't want to say, like, put you over the top, but I don't know if there's even a viable option outside of Wentz right now. because yeah, now they don't have that first-round pick, so you can't even make a trade anyway. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't understand do? the thought process of it. I mean, unless they're going to trade him and draft somebody, but you're not – you're kind of built to win now. Your team is good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I don't – like, that's my thing. I don't really understand the thought process behind it. Like, if you can upgrade over him, upgrade for sure. That's what I'm saying. But I just – like, I don't – I don't really understand. I don't really understand where they go from here. Like, I, I just don't understand it. That news just shocked the shit out of me. Yeah, I mean, unless they got something up their sleeves, to me, it doesn't really make too much sense because of the the options out there. I mean, who are you going to get, Jimmy G? Yeah, like, like that's that much- that's a lateral move. I mean, Jimmy G's, a, Jimmy G's, a, I wouldn't go that far. Backwards, I don't know about I was going to say, I might be a Let's not go there. I don't know. I, I, I can't I'm say sorry. I, I will emphatically say I think that's a backwards move. This is a guy, I mean, literally, Carson Wentz is absolutely better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Don't give me that shit. Jimmy <laughs> Garoppolo can't throw the ball past 20 yards. Please but Jimmy Dr- put that no, shit out. But, I'm not going to accept that. But Jimmy G goes to AFC Champ. I mean, he goes to NFC Championship games. And he goes to Super Bowls. He didn't win it, but he Jimmy goes G there, bro. Jimmy G also part of one of the Wentz best programs that. in the NFL. But I ain't see Carson Wentz do that. I still haven't. <laughs> and it's crickets as hell. Uh, you didn't hear what I just said? The 49ers are one of the best programs in football. So what? They weren't and last their coach year. Two... Actually, didn't crumble in the second half of the they season. They weren't last year. Last year they were, they were nothing. How not? Who? We all said the that they were a Super Bowl roster last year. The Niners. They didn't make the playoffs last year. They had. We're talking about this year. Carson Wentz was a Colt this year, and Jimmy G was a 49er this year. The 49ers had a Super Bowl roster last time I checked. I think the Colts do too. They do, but the you 49ers put, are better. Bro, you put a prolific they're quarterback in on the Colts, bro, they're getting dude, they're they're going to the playoffs and they're making noise, bro. With Jonathan Taylor, like, okay, you brought up Jonathan Taylor. I get it. Like he was getting all the praise, blah, blah, blah. But not for nothing. If you're a quarterback and you have an MVP caliber running back, bro, that should help you out. I'm no, I'm totally with you. Like I said, I, obviously, you know where we go separate a little bit is I legitimately think I we I said top bottom five, bottom seven is the absolute lowest. 
their wide receiving room is not very good. Pittman's good, but like the next three in line are not are nothing special. Yeah, you don't have Debo. You don't have Ayuk. You don't but, have George Kittle. But that's what I'm saying. Like Carson Wentz did play well this year. Bro, like got- he was definitely in the in the better half than he was in the worse half. I'm, now the last game, that's a whole different story. I can't. There's nothing I could say there. I, yeah. Look, I, look, I gotta be yeah, honest me- though, bro. Like <laughs> Frank Reich, right? He 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 brought Carson back, right? If the Colts are looking to get rid of him, to me that t- that tells me all I need to know, bro. That's interesting. To like be to me, that need yeah. Like that, if Frank Reich is willing to move on after a year, he saw everything he he needed to see. It's time, I'll tell it's time, you right it's now, it's not, it's not Frank Jim? Reich. Jim Irsay is very impatient, and he's a known Russell Wilson lover. It's that coach. These are facts. Jim Irsay. <laughs> I mean, you could even argue that since Andrew Luck, the guy has been growing very impatient with his quarterback room. And I think they're making a mistake because I don't think there's a pathway to a better quarterback right now. I think that's the best option on the table for them. I don't think they're going to find somebody. And and remember, this is year one. The guy had a serious injury and still came back week one. So throughout the first three weeks of the season, he was garbage in the first three weeks. I agree. Uh, Last two weeks of the season, he's coming off of COVID and has no game prep. He was fucking ass. I'm not excusing it, but he was ass in in five of the most pivotal weeks of the season unfortunately it's recency bias but for the other for the other 13 14 games of the season he was playing at a high level mike mentioned the stats i mean it's still finished ninth in total qbr despite those five garbage games that we just tossed out is saying something bro what he and is yes, he's a game he has a, he has a bottom 10 receiving core he can still make the big throws though so i'm just saying there has to be some sort of improvement from year one to year two, and they're now making their team into a revolving door of quarterbacks. If you know you can't upgrade the position, run it back, and you gotta, you have to know that there's going to be improvement there. You have to. You saw it. There was I, enough to see right there. If you get another receiver in that room, don't tell me there's not going to be improvement. Yeah, there's and no I don't, he's still working out with like Michael Pittman and them too. So, like, I never Stop. really. I never heard any of the players like I never heard any of the players. There was no chatter that they didn't like them, and like there was none of that. Like I don't know what they're looking for. I mean, you I get it. I get it. You need you need to make the playoffs. I get it. Like that, he deserves blame for that because he came out flat in that last game. They do. Like I'm not he I'm does. not saying that at all, but it's just strange to me because like it seemed like that him and the team got along well, unless I missed something. He's this a game manager. Bro. For some reason, this he is, player's with high name. Upside, he's, but a, just, he's a game this, manager. Inconsistent. Yeah, with with a, an, a, a decent arm here and there. He'll, 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 you know, he'll, he'll show you flashes here and there about you know, okay, like he's got a, a decent arm. But overall, bro, like he's not impressive, man. Like I I don't look at the Colts and be like, oh my god, we gotta watch out for Carson Wentz. I'm looking out. Fuck, man, we got Jonathan Taylor. We just gotta stack the box and just let and let Wentz beat you. If somebody tells you. We got to let your quarterback beat you, bro. It's just not. But I kind of disagree because he won a few games with his arm. He beat the, he beat the, 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 Arizona the, uh, the Arizona game. That's what I was trying to say. Like he won yeah. that. Right. But that's, but that's the rest of the repli- beat the Colts. Yes. Right. Exactly. Can you replicate just, that consistently? And he hasn't really shown that in some years. poorly time guys. It's poorly time for some reason. I've never seen anything like it. I'm not, I'm really, I'm not trying to stick up for the guy here. But I have not seen anything like this where the media, for some reason, this guy's name creates so much divisiveness. The narrative just 
it, it won't escape him. It won't escape him. He's either got to be elite or he's got to suck. There's no in-between. Well, let me let, let me tell you something. He is the in-between. He's not elite anymore, but he's a good player. You can't say that he, he doesn't have a ceiling to be a bottom of the pack in the top 10. He's more like 12 to 15, all right? It's okay, but that's the thing. It's like if the Colts want to enter this revolving door concept, QB purgatory is not pretty, all right? You gave up a first and third rounder for the guy. You should see it through. You can't just dismiss the project after one year. You can't just do that because there's nothing readily available for them. It makes no sense to me. Now, I have to I have to get us on track, though. Where do we think he's going? Because that's, that's the question mark now. Where do we think he's going? I think we all think he's leaving at this point. Where do we think he's going? I'm not, or you I'm can not tell really me, on that train that he's going to leave. I'm the like, same I way. I feel like it's a lot of you know, smoke and mirrors, Actually. per se, possibly. Uh, maybe j- because I feel like a lot of teams are looking at the quarterback position and are saying, okay, who can we get? So if we can get Carson Wentz for whatever, you know, I think the Colts are trying to see what they can get for him. But I don't think – I think ultimately they're going to keep him because who else are they going to get? Are you going to get Jameis Winston? Yeah. <laughs> really? I think he's staying too, to be honest. I, I just I, – I don't – Wow. I don't get it. I really do think he's staying though. Like I, he was just on Instagram working out with his receivers. Like that doesn't seem like somebody that's getting ready to pack his shit. Yeah, but exactly. if he but, were to get traded, I would guess Denver. I mean, the receivers don't have any say in if he I got comes you. and goes. They're, yeah. just, they're just working out with him because that's they're, yeah. they're preparing for the season. Like, he's going to be there. Yeah. So, I would, like, I don't think they make decisions. But at the same time, it's like, who who else is better, bro? I would guess Denver. If he gets traded, I think he goes to Denver. See, I don't I don't see that because it's the same conference. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, Yo, you know where I think it's a, a real possibility. <laughs> he's going to Colt to be a, a, to real, be a Bronco? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. He's a Bronco. <laughs> he I'll tell you what. I don't know what That's he funny. is, but he ain't shit, bro. Straight up. Mm-hmm. He ain't shit. He ain't. Like, you guys can say he's, he, he's a good quarterback. He's, he's this and that, bro. To me, he's a game manager. He's a decent quarterback. He ain't going to win a Super Bowl for you. And that's just how I feel about him, dude. And, like, I, I don't have any other proof to say otherwise. You guys could come back and, and refer back to 2017. But, bro, that was five years ago, bro. I'm not even – I didn't even refer back. Nobody I went off of that. this. I went off I'm of just saying, you I'm just saying. The talk is always, oh, yeah, 2017, he was an MVP, bro. No. He, like, without him, the Eagles don't win a Super Bowl, bro. But, True. like, he didn't win the Super Bowl, bro. He didn't play in the playoffs, bro. Like, that's pressure. That's real pressure. He felt the pressure when he could be true. He felt the pressure in Jacksonville, week 18, where he laid a fucking egg. There you go. To get into the to get into the why aren't you calling for Frank Reich's job? Bro, he's threw hundred and he threw less than 150 yards. And shit happens. Bro, it's All the two and fourteen Jaguars, bro. Nick, it happens. They beat the they beat the one seed. Come on, bro. They beat the Titans. They beat the Titans, Nick. The difference was is that that was in week eight as opposed to week 17. It's the same fucking thing. They also beat the Patriots, and he threw for 57 passing yards, bro. What does that matter? Oh, so you told me Mac Jones is the shit. He threw for three passes. And I don't want to hear shit about weather because you have to play in all elements. Bro, did you, did you, did you, you honestly, did you see the weather? No, I didn't actually. It was actually bananas. My eyes were low. But at the same time, (laughs) 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 I I, I don't got a rebuttal for that, but like, Oh, it's some real shit though, bro. Like, it's just he's a decent quarterback. I, he's nothing flashy. He's just he is what he is at this point. 
You Perfect. ain't winning the bowl with them, bro. And I think the Colts would look at their roster and like, fuck, man, we're kind of stacked, bro. We got a good defense. We got Michael Pittman. We got a couple pieces. Our offensive line is pretty decent. Like, we got Quentin Nelson, who's a fucking all-pro. We got Jonathan Taylor, who was in the MVP conversation. Like, we got the pieces. All we need is really a quarterback, like a lethal quarterback that can come in here, change his franchise, elevate the players around him, and go on a run. Like, to me, Carson's not that guy, bro. He's not going to walk into the door and, and, and be like, oh, yeah, we're ready to go to fucking war. We're ready to go to the bowl. Like, he's, he, you're, when he walks in the door, you're looking at, like, yeah, bro, we're ready to go 8-8. Eight and eight. We're ready to go 8-9, and nine, bro. 9-8. Nine and eight. Oh my God. Wild card. Let's see if we can get hot towards the stretch, uh, towards the stretch, and and possibly make a run. Yeah. Like that's what yeah, that's what you're getting out of him, bro. You're not getting a guy that's fucking coming in there and changing your franchise. That's just the bottom line, and that's just how I feel about it. Yo, know, and all these things can be true, believe it or not. But they still went nine and three over those twelve weeks that we just talked about, and those are twelve weeks in which they actually had a full sample of practice. Him being with the team, the team forming some chemistry, and they were the hottest team in the NFL for over a month of the season. It just so happens that their losses were very poorly timed. I think, actually, I'm going to agree that I think that they're going to come to their senses and realize that he's the best option that they have. I think he's going to wind up with the Colts, but if he doesn't, I think that a low-key team that would have interest would be the Bucs because Bruce Arians is all record saying he loves Wentz's game. I think the Bucks would be interested in Carson Wentz. And I'm not saying it would happen, but I'm just telling you, I think that the Bro. Broncos, the Bucks huh. would be the two teams most interested. And the Steelers, the Steelers would be Steelers would be a good fit if they get an offensive line. That's the kind of quarterback they look for. He draws Big Ben comparisons all the time. I um, mean, his story is not over. He can <laughs> he can still develop into something better. Bro, imagine going middle from of Tom the Brady to Carson Wentz, bro. Like, I would be devastated Yo, imagine, if I was a Bucks fan. Imagine going to that surrounding group, though. I, I can't imagine. He's, he's going to throw Jones. 30 touchdowns there if he goes there. I fuck with Mac Jones. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. We got to move yeah, on. Yeah, we got one more. Mac, we yeah. we got to hit one more subject tonight, okay? Because there's one more guy that we've been putting on hold. This may be the biggest name of the offseason, not named Aaron Rodgers. All right? He's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, guys. This is getting interesting by the day. All right. The Bucks have had internal conversations on Russell Wilson. Albert Breer saying he might wind up as an Eagle. Um, there's a lot of buzz growing there. The teams that were supposedly on his list of, you know, the teams that he wanted to go to, all of a sudden don't look like remarkable destinations for him anymore. Um the Seahawks are on record wanting him back. They say that Pete Carroll's relationship is as good as ever with him right now. Um, so it's all over the place. It's all over the place. We have to kind of, like, I don't know. We have to decide what we're thinking of this. So what are your thoughts? And where do you think Russell Wilson winds up? I think the consensus right now is that he's back in Seattle, but... Things are pretty interesting. Things are getting thrown around. So what are we thinking about this whole situation? Is it time to revisit this? What are we thinking? I'll be honest with you, man. If I'm Seattle and I can get four, four first-round picks for Russell Wilson, I, 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 I send him home tonight. That's how I feel about it. Four first-round picks for Russell Wilson? Fuck yeah, bro. Sign me up. Four first-round picks. I, that, that's a lot of capital, bro. Like, you can move well, around. Well, that was Colin Cowherd. Well, Here, I'm just let me, saying. Let me make sure the audience knows this. Colin Cowherd went out and said, 
uh, the Eagles, for example, are one team that should give up four first rounders for uh, for Russell Wilson. And we all know he's not going to be worth four first rounders. So let's shut that shit down right now here at PI. They're not getting four first rounders for Russell Wilson. I promise. Uh, well, even if they got I'll three, continue. like, is three an option? Like, if I'm possibly, if I have to give up three first round picks for Russell Wilson, I'm not doing it. Like, I, I think that the talk is with, with you know, be, because when during the season, there was talks that he was leaving the, the, the Seahawks. Why was he leaving the Seahawks? Because he was playing poorly. But then the last three games, he kind of changed, the, you know, the narrative a bit. He started to play a little bit better. He had nine touched, uh, nine touchdowns versus one interception. Um, but to me, like, I think that's fool's gold, bro. I think if you gave up three first-round picks for Russell Wilson, that's fool's gold. Straight the fuck up. The last three games that he played, he played he played really well. It was against the Bears, the Lions, and the Cardinals. And the Cardinals, they were spiraling down the fucking uh, the the fucking slide the last fucking half of the season. So to me, let I me mean, look at the teams they played and look how he performed. He played great, but throughout the whole year, I mean, he was just he was regular. Like he was he was he was mediocre, middle of the pack, dude, bro. He wasn't anything. He wasn't Russell Wilson. Not like we've seen previously. He just wasn't. So, like, and you got DK Metcalf, you got Tyler Lockett. Like, you got weapons. So, like, for me, it's just, like, I don't know, man. I, I, I would take the three first-round picks, though, for me. i build that. Where do you think he's going, house. Nick? Where do I think he's going? If, if it's right not... Right now, gut feel. <sighs> right now. It could be Seattle. There, there is too many, like, like yeah, I, I think he's going to stay in Seattle. I don't think anybody is going to be willing to give up three first round picks. I don't think anybody has the capital uh, except for the Eagles. The Eagles make the most sense because the Eagles have the the draft capital to do it. But for me, like, I think he's staying in Seattle. Um, I think he actually wants to stay in Seattle too, in my opinion. So I'll, I'll, I think he's staying. Uh, I'm echoing everything you just said. I would I would never do that for Russell Wilson right now. I don't understand it, to be honest. You got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and you can't, and, and you're a mediocre ass offense. Um, however, I think he's going to the Giants because they could they could dangle Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones because they're going to decline his fifth year option, and that's where I think he's going. I think they're going to send Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and like a first first round pick or something like that, two first round picks, because New York needs to make a splash. I think Russell Wilson will accept the trade there because they got Dable. They have a good wide receiving core, even though they can't stay healthy, and it's good for his brand. So you think Chris Carson's done? They just signed him to a long year, uh, a long year deal. Maybe they find a way to include him in there, or they trade him too. I don't know, Man, but I feel like I feel like the Giants could. I feel like the Giants have it because of Saquon Barkley, and I, I'm not a Saquon Barkley guy. That's just me. But are you, are you going off the fact that he dates Sierra or he, he's married to Sierra and she's a she's a star and the New York is appeal? No. Now that you just said that, though, makes sense. That ad that, no, that, that goes more into what I was that saying. That was the first thing I I thought of when you when you mentioned no, the Giants. No, it was just like branding. It's just branding. branding. Exactly. The Giants are just they've been a joke for how long? The last five, six, seven years. They're a joke. So it's, it's like it's not a clown show. Yeah, you it is a clown show. Yeah, you hired Joe Judge, Fuck Joe it. Sludge, bro. You got, you got, you got. I mean, you got a squad running two quarterback sneaks on third down. I know, I know. He didn't want to fumble, and he had a bad quarterback in there, Jake from State Farm. 
Um, but so I just like it's just yeah. a theory of mine of why he did it, but whatever. I think it is whoever pays up that for Russell Wilson. I, God bless your soul. Damn, I I can't believe this shade, guys. I had to look further into this, and I had to actually watch a little bit of the, of the game film too. I had to look at this because. I, I'm not so convinced that he's he's done. I don't I don't agree with you at all. I didn't say he was washed. I, I think anyone No, but I think there's a lot of people there's a conception that he's washed or that he was mediocre even this season. I think, I, think I need to, to I need to read this to you. Okay? Before injury, seventy two percent completion percentage, ten tutties, one pick, one twenty five rating, okay? That's before the injury. Five games in the season, they look like regular Seahawks, okay? Two games after, absolute garbage. He came back early from the thumb injury. Played like absolute shit, 55 QB rating, not even worth mentioning the other stats. It was it was garbage. He was horrible. But from there on, seven game samples, okay? 65% completion. 15 tutties. Three picks. 104 rating. Overall numbers, if you take out the two games that he came back early, overall numbers, overall body of work, that's 25 tutties versus four picks and approximately a 67% completion percentage. Well over 100 QB rating. I mean, I, this is blasphemy. This is fucking narrative again. This is the media getting to everybody. This is a fucking top three quarterback in the league. Absolutely. Top three. You are fan. Top three. Bro. I said it again. Bro. He did not have a drop off. As of there was Wednesday, no drop off. This is crazy. Wednesday, I'm ending this. Bro. This is Mike McIntyre as of Wednesday. There That's is, how he will be introduced no, moving there's forward. There's no way you believe he's a top three quarterback. <laughs> 25 and right four. <laughs> 25 and four. Bro, not for nothing. 25 and I four would take in 12 Stafford games. Over Russell Wilson right now, and I ain't fucking cat. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. He, he got a bowl, bro. Recently, got a bowl, bro, and he played fucking well, dude. You're dead ass. Dead Listen. ass. He goes somewhere else, one of these teams, Bucks, Broncos, Super Bowl contender instantly. But I'll tell you where he's going. I will tell you where the fuck he's going, and I'm certain of it. I'm certain. Oh, my God. Put it on the fucking board. I'm certain this is happening, and everybody would be happy with this deal if it happened. Everybody would be happy with this. Russell Wilson is going to the Philadelphia Eagles. I am betting this right now. Go out there and place your bet. I think it's what, plus 1,500? They're not even in the fucking top five for the next teams. I can't believe it's not even getting any buzz. They have the compensation. It's going to be Russell Wilson to the Eagles for two first-rounders. That's right, only two. The Eagles keep a first-rounder this year. And then Jalen Hurts will be in this deal. So it'll be two first-rounders, Jalen Hurts and Andre Dillard. For Russell Wilson, who they will re-up for at least five years. He's got to waive his no trade. How does clause. this work? How does it work, guys? How does it work? See, like I hate 19 that for million Eagles. in cap. Yo, bro, just listen. Hear me out. Hear right, me out. Ahead. You can shit on my deal all go you ahead. want, right? I'm after. not gonna shit on your deal. I just want to shit on the whole fucking thing in general. But go ahead. Not your take, but go ahead. Feel free. Listen, this is this doesn't mean that I want it to happen. I do actually want him to be an eagle, but. I think that this is going to happen. This is this is honestly this is based on everything I see in here. Nineteen million in cap this year. It's a simple. I mean, it's really the Eagles have to make about another ten million in cap room, which is nothing. Jalen Hurts 
is a perfect fit for what Seattle wants to run offensively. They want to be a team that runs the ball 60% of the time. This is why Russ is sick of that team. They don't throw the football. They don't want to throw the football for some godforsaken reason. They don't want to use his talents. Jalen Hurts is a perfect fit over there. They get two years to see if he's the real deal. They could extend him. He's 24 years old. They get Jalen Hurts. They get Andre Dillard, who's possibly a building block at left tackle. Remember, Dwayne Brown's 42. Or not 42. I think he's 39, 40, whatever. He's not the answer at left tackle anymore. They get two first-rounders. And the Eagles, both sides win this year because Russ don't want to stay there anymore. The Eagles get a franchise quarterback who would make them instantly the second-best team in the NFC. Instantly. Even with all the hate you might have for the guy, the NFC's wide open. They'd be the second-best team right now with Russell Wilson. They'd be the second-best team. They're not all that far off. You think they're better than Dallas? Absolutely, if they get Russell Wilson. Absolutely. How not? It's the best offensive line he's ever played with in his career. He had 25-4 and last year. In a fucking garbage situation. Garbage. Yeah, but he's also going from DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett to fucking Devontae Smith and Kez Watkins. He would make Deontay, DK Metcalf Deontay, had a good year this year. He would make Devontae DK Smith Metcalf, DK Metcalf is apparently available for a first rounder right now. They want to move on from the guy. Fuck that. Interesting. But I'm just saying. I'll pick for him. Listen, they have, they the Eagles keep their whole fucking draft class. It's like giving away house money. You're giving away a pick you acquired in the Dolphins deal, basically for free because they're idiots. You're giving away the pick, the pick that you got for Carson Wentz, and you're keeping your whole draft. You keep first through seven. You have nine picks. You keep your first rounder for this year. Who loses? Who loses? Do you think Russell Wilson waves his no trade clause? Absolutely. And and Adam Schefter went on record after he put out that supposed list saying that the Eagles would be a team that he would accept a trade to. This was not long after the fact. Look at all those situations, the teams there. What was it? The Bears? Um, who the fuck else was on there? I mean, four, four of the five teams on there no longer are in position to acquire Russell Wilson. See, like, I, and they suck. I hate I this. mean, the Giants, he's going to go to the Giants. They're a fucking heaping pile of shit. I hate I hate this talk because it's not fair to Jalen Hurts, bro. Like, why does he get a one one and done fucking deal, but Kyler Murray can do the same shit year in and year out, and, and then ask for fifty million and have job security? How come Jalen Hurts don't have that? Well, to be fair, I think if the Cardinals were to try and get Russell Wilson, they would trade Kyler Murray for him. No, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be fair because that is not fair. I'm with you. Why is he going to get a, a one-year sample versus a guy that does it for three years, then bitches his way to get try to get a big contract? For what, bro? You didn't do nothing. So why does he have job security and Jalen Hurts is automatically axed? Yeah, but let's why? not make this about Kyler. Like, Nick, I'm not. I'm, I'm just, just trying, telling you I'm, what I'm putting, I think will happen. I'm putting the situation at, at hand. Why would the Eagles look to move on from Jalen Hurts? He got you to the playoffs. Because here's why, Nick. Look at the last two Super Bowl champions. They instantly, as soon as they got an elite quarterback, they won the fucking bowl. It's about the bowl, baby. We're in it to win the bowl. So you honestly think that if Russell Wilson was on the Eagles, they're, they're going to go to the Super Bowl? They would have a shot. They have a whole draft class, and they could instantly create $20 million in cap after extending Russell Wilson. Like, how, who loses that deal? Who loses? The Eagles want to be a Super Bowl contender, right? 
Yeah, no, it's that's the goal. It's interesting. They'd be the about second the best team behind the Rams right now if they get Russell Wilson. Because with the cap space, the whole offensive line. <clears throat> with the cap space, you could still add key pieces. So why don't you could add anybody? So why you don't you this... give up your second for Calvin Ridley? You could give up your third first for DK Metcalf if you want. You could draft somebody. You can go out and get that second wide eye. I guarantee you, they get one. They get another one. But Russell Wilson makes all those counterparts better to begin with. Dallas Goddard was underused. Devontae Smith was underused. Kes Watkins would even be better. Kes Watkins. So if it, if 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 his Super Bowl chances are riding down to an offensive line, then why don't he just stay in Seattle and they could just beef up the offensive line? You got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, cuz. The fuck Nick, you want? Look at the history. No, no, no. What do He's you want? He's been there for over a what decade and he hasn't had one offensive line. That's not the philosophy. You got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and you, like, I don't get that, bro. They want to run the football, line. though. Exactly. So then somebody on that fucking offensive coordinator should get the fuck out of there. Why are you running the football? Yo, you got two number one wide Pete receivers, Carroll, and you got the third best quarterback in the, in the game, and 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 yet you're going to run the football? It don't make any fucking point. sense, bro. It don't make sense that's to me. That's my point. So why get rid Pete of Pete Carroll wants to run the football. So you either get rid of Pete Carroll or you get rid of Russell Wilson. Pete Carroll and the Seahawks want to run the football. That's why they fired Schottenheimer, and that's why Russell Wilson's pissed. But that's my because point. Because that's when the offense finally opened. It was when they finally let him throw the football. Correct. So it was with Brian Schottenheimer, his guy. If it's and so they canned rare, him because they want to run the ball. I They're get it, Mike. Him. I get it, bro. If it's so rare to find a quarterback like Russell Wilson, why would you get rid of somebody like that and keep Pete Carroll? Exactly. Exactly. If if you have a top fucking five player in the league, why are you not using him properly? It will never make sense. It will never make sense. He was playing MVP ball when it decided to become a rushing offense two years ago. It don't make any sense. And before I, I, this I, year, I, before this year, where he had up and down play coming off of that surgery, before that, everybody widely accepted him as a top five player in the league. Suddenly now he's fucking washed. And I mean, I don't. I just don't understand. I, I don't understand. I'm just telling you what I think will happen. Do I think the Eagles should do it if he's available? And it doesn't cost them all three of their picks? Absolutely. We all know what Jalen Hurts is probably going to be. It's a gut check. Would I rather have Russell Wilson for the next seven years or would I rather have Jalen Hurts? It's simple. I want to win a Super Bowl. I, I don't know, bro. I, I to me, How could you argue like... he wouldn't make them a Super Bowl contender? Because... Because it's just like, dude, you can't just plug in Russell Wilson on the Eagles and all say, yeah, they're going to be a Super Bowl team. That just doesn't Yo, work but like they that, said, bro. They said you can't plug in Tom Brady on the Bucks and be a Super Bowl team. They said you can't plug in Matthew Stafford on the Rams and be a Super Bowl team. Well, This is where the league's I going. I don't know if they said that about Stafford, but Brady they did because they did. that was like the blueprint. But then when Stafford did it, it was like, okay, like they're loaded. Stafford, Stafford, he could ball out. Yo, they have a chance to go to Super Bowl. So, like... But I, I see what you're they saying. They said they it's overpaid the for Stafford. Yeah, like I say, it's the formula to win. I get it. But, like, I don't see the Eagles being that much better, you know, to to the point where they're a Super Bowl, like, What bust. changes? What changes? What changes? Is, to they me, don't lose anything. They lose Hurts and Dillard and two first-rounders that were house money. They keep the one of the best offensive lines in football. They, they need a pass rusher. Yes, they can get that in the first round easily. They need another receiver. I mean, is Jason you can go Kelsey out and get a veteran. You could draft nah. on the second round. Like Jason McCarthy, he's been flirting with retirement. Yeah, he not. Lane Johnson's getting up there. 
Lane Johnson's still Lane Johnson's still that a dude. top five tackle. Still getting up there, though. You know what I mean? Like, it takes one year to They don't crumble, lose bro. nothing. You know what I mean? But, like, what I'm saying is, like, he's going from the Seahawks weapons to the Eagles. Like, no, look, I'm with you on that because like, I, I said the same that, thing. Bro. Like, to me, adding Russell Wilson doesn't make them a, a Super Bowl contender. I would make them favorites in the East, to be honest, because Dallas are just poorly coached, and I have no faith that they'll ever get it together. But that's just that's just where their I roster and, and now they're is talk- better than Dallas's and outside be, of the quarterback. They're going to be sitting here talking Overall about roster. they're going to be sitting here talking about they might cut Amari Cooper to save the cap hit because they're getting ready to enter cap hell with Zeke and Dak. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the Eagles have a better roster than Dallas, bro. I just said I don't know. About take out the quarterback, and what's different? They have better receivers. What else? What's different? I, I would take the running backs too. Zeke is washed. But I would take Pollard. The Eagles I running backs are, are more than serviceable. I'm just well, saying. I would, take, I would take Zeke and Pollard unless you give me uh, Boston Scott, our best running back. And I'll take the I'll take Dallas. <laughs> Fine. I'll Yo, take Dallas give me Gainwell and Scott with this offensive line versus oh Zeke God. with that offensive line. Absolutely. I'm just saying. There's not much different between no, the you two make teams. It, Mike, you make I a mean, compelling Pollard, argument. Yeah. I, I hope it happens just because... It would be fun to talk about. That would be Yo, fucking awesome. Yeah, sure. But, like, but if that really happens before, that way, <laughs> I don't even know what to no say. No one else that. can offer that package. They get a guy that they might see as their franchise QB because there are teams that probably think they could build around Jalen Hurts. And I don't think the Eagles think that they, they can't either. I just think that they reserve the right to explore the market, and they think that there's a few better guys out there. I think if they wind up coming up short, I think they're still happy. But when a guy like Russell Wilson is available on the market, you have to pay attention to it. It doesn't happen. It's the same concept of a 24-year-old possible franchise quarterback becoming available. The Eagles are probably exploring that. I don't think it's their first option, though. I think they want Russell Wilson. And, And they are on record. Let me remind this audience. The Eagles wanted Russell Wilson. They wanted him desperately, and Howie missed because he thought he was going to fall to them. The Seahawks traded up to take Russell Wilson. The Eagles fell. Uh, the, the Nick Foles fell on the Eagles' lap that year. They wanted Russell Wilson. This is a known fact. He's on record saying it. So my last question for you before we cut out, because we're a little over time, is name who would be better than the Philadelphia Eagles next season in the, if this deal happens, who would be better than the Eagles? I got the Rams, and that's it. I don't have anyone else definitively better than the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC if they make this proposed deal. Well, I don't think the Niners are going anywhere. Yeah, but they got Trey Lance at quarterback. If 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 Aaron Rodgers comes back, I, I would take Green Bay. What if he doesn't, though? Well, then what you if he You and does? I are on record saying he's out. Let's assume Rodgers yeah, is yeah, out, yeah, okay. Brady's out, okay, and this trade happens. Okay, name one team better than the Eagles besides the LA Rams, who I will say is better. I probably, I probably would say Dallas. I would say Dallas. I can't. Man. I would say Dallas. The, the Eagles. Continuity the Eagles. Oh, I don't. I don't have nothing to say. Another about another year with CD Lamb, like bro, like if they cut Amari legit. Cooper. <laughs> That'll be one of the worst mistakes they've ever made. I, I, and I don't franchise. think that's going to happen, but not for I will, nothing. 19 million. He's, he's kind of, yeah, well, he's kind of been up and down. Like, he's been in and out of the lineup, too. So, I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting. But, like, right? yeah, I mean, 
Look, bro. Think like, of the yo, Eagles here, yo, not me. Yo, think of the Eagles front office. Mikey P, you make a great argument, bro. And I really don't have like much of a rebuttal, but I would say it would be the Rams and I would say possibly Dallas. I would say possibly Dallas. But even at worst, top three. Because I think Dallas is is still a good team. Yeah, I not they are. for me, Dallas is not the town, it's the coaches. I think the Niners are still legit. Like I I, I definitely think the Niners are legit. Yeah, if they and keep they Jimmy are. G. I, I would probably chalk them up as top four right now. I'd have no problem saying the Niners are top four. But I'm just telling you, the Eagles will be the second best team instantly. With the potential to do more. I mean, the Rams the Rams are going to have some holes there. Let's Offensive play, line especially. Let's play a scenario quick. Carson Wentz goes to Tampa Bay with that, with, with that roster. They keep their free agents. They get Chris Godwin back. They get Ryan Jensen back. They get a couple more pieces, Carlton, uh, Carlton Davis. You, you put Carson Wentz on Tampa Bay, Russell Wilson goes to the Eagles. Who's better? See, that's interesting, but I would say I would say the Eagles are slightly better there because I, was, I still expect that they're going to be able to off. plug all these different positions that we're talking about. They're not all that far off. The Bucks roster as a whole will be better, but the, the substantial gain at quarterback, it, it cannot be understated. That's the whole reason why we keep hearing this shit because the Eagles were exploring – Quarterback upgrades before Jalen Hurts even stepped on the field this year. They were doing it during the season. I want to hear. I'm just saying, put your put your Eagles front office cap on right now. So you and I were there. We know how they operate. This is the yeah. most important position to them. So here's the thing. I actually think the best thing for Carson Wentz if he got traded would be the Buccaneers. If they brought the whole team back and added Carson Wentz, I would say the Bucks are because I watched Bruce Arians do to Carson Palmer after he had some knee trouble. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't he do that that's with good, Carson Wentz? That's a good. That's great. He could. That's awesome, man. And they I, lost. That's a, that's a they great, lost Ali Marpet, by the way. Yeah, Ali Marpet just retired. retired, and he's a legit Pro Bowl guard. Oh, yeah, he's. They just he's lost legit, him. They I could wonder. Lose I wonder if we don't know. knew about that, and he was like, "Fuck it, he's going to." I'm out, bro. He probably <laughs> did, dude. He's the smartest guy in the room yeah. at all times. I know he knows all times. He knows his guys. I mean, that's a great point, though. I mean, that's definitely a, a question we could ask, you know, later down the road if it does happen. Like, I, I, I'm rooting for him just because, like, it would give us some more ammo to talk shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a great topic. It's a great topic. Yo, I can at least assure you this much. This is about to be the craziest fucking season of quarterback movement we have ever seen. So buckle up. I'm, I'm dead serious. Every team that's been watching what's unfolded the last two years, they see what they can do with just a change at quarterback. Every team is looking, look, the NFL, just watch how they developed over generations. The NFL is a copycat league. The new trend is going out and getting an elite quarterback. And and this is what everyone's going to be trying to do. This is not just the Eagles. The Eagles believe this philosophy more than anybody, but the Eagles are not the only team that are going to be doing it. Yeah, I promise Mike, you. Yeah, Mikey P, no cap. You really think he's the third best player in the league? Right now? I said entered in the season. Right now, though, I I said quarterback. Yeah. I would have no problem making the case. I would have rebuttal, and that's fine. But I would I would be able to make a case. That's my point. Is if you go back and watch, this guy can still throw fucking seventy yard bombs on a seed. It's still there. Mm-hmm. We saw a guy that struggled coming off of a serious thumb injury that would have ended most people's seasons. I'm not excusing him. He played like fucking ass. He should have sat out longer if that was the case. That's why, I mean, unfortunately, it you know, I don't want to make excuses for him. That that's why, like, yeah, 
if you're out on the field, you got to perform him. But I mean, Yo, quick, the case is there. Quick, Twenty-five and four. Quick question, just one name. I just want to hear it. Who are you taking next year, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? I would take Aaron Rodgers, but I mean, I think everybody would. Oh no, so fuck I don't no. think it's taking, would, taking Russell Wilson over Aaron Rodgers. One hundred percent, bro. Come on. Are you saying? 100%. Are you saying like? Frame the question differently. Like, like what are we, what who are we would you here? want next year to lead your who, franchise? Who would I rather Russell have? Wilson. Like, who do you trust more oh, to would, go to the Super Bowl? Russell Wilson. It's, gonna I'd rather, it's not even a question. What? It's not even a question. Bro, I'd rather so have crazy. Russell Wilson. It's not yes. even a question. Over, over Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Not question. I would rather have Russell Wilson right now. I would rather have Russell Wilson. I, I would, know that I'm going to have him for another five years oh, minimum. No, no, no. I'm talking and he about brings old. instant credibility and leadership. No, I'm talking about, you know, next year they're retiring. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are going to retire. You have one year to win a Super Bowl. Who do you trust more? Russell Wilson. Not even a question, bro. I would say Russell Wilson, too. Even blunder though Rodgers, after blunder. You could argue blunder, the talent. Is, if you put Aaron Rodgers on the way. Eagles, you, you, you don't think they're better than, than with Russell Wilson? I don't trust them with Aaron Rodgers. So you would trust him with Russell Wilson? Yeah. I think Russell Wilson's a better fit. I really do. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, and the talent drop-off is not significant enough for me to say otherwise because there was none. There was no drop-off. This is all about narrative. You're being fed this narrative, and it takes a little bit of extra research like that. Fucking 25 touchdowns and four picks this year on a supposed off year where he's washed. He was himself as the season began promise i would take Aaron Rodgers, bro <laughs> and he'll be bounced in the first round and then he's going to go on a 12-day cleanse he's only going to eat plants and you're going to be in the same boat because i have 10 years of evidence of not being able to be in a foxhole with this dude so what's what's that mean it means it's diva activity bro russell wilson hasn't won a super bowl since i was getting hazed at, P at uh pilot really in 2014 oh and the yeah. last time aaron oh. Rodgers that was the last time yeah. he won a super bowl and the last time aaron Rodgers won a super bowl that we was... were having lunch at highland well that's true yeah no i'm not i'm not but that's still a long yeah. ass time yeah, like, i know but what i was think, more recent but aaron Rodgers has been more successful in the nfl since then no because russell wilson bro, i don't know if we could russell argue wilson that. got back to another bowl true that's true russell wilson's but, doing more with less too but like he he also won like back-to-back -back mvps bro like he won like three mvps in that time span or oh four. that's great four mvps that's great that's cute yeah that means like yo i'm i was the best in regular season yeah regular season right no yeah, yeah i'm talking about the playoffs i'm a playoff guy i get it but if you're talking about if you have a good team around you like look there was a lot of talks about green bay not having the right pieces but if you had a great team around you like the eagles that we were talking about why wouldn't they be favorites in the in the, in the uh, NFC, bro? Here, I'll they still would right now. I don't. Right now. I'm just saying that I would take Wilson over Rodgers, but they would still be favorites. But where is their trust Yo, factor right, lie? Right now, we're going we're going off the path. I love this right fucking now, path. This you, is if just they, fucking if crazy. They, I know. I love it too. I love it. We've been holding this subject for everybody. Okay, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Don't matter who the fuck. If if an elite <laughs> quarterback goes to the Eagles. They will be instantly the second best team in the NFC. It could be Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. I don't give a fuck. That's the easy way to simplify it for everybody. But this is a great discussion. I encourage the audience to DM us, comment. Let us know what you're thinking here. Is Mikey P fucking crazy for suggesting that trade? Is it unreasonable? Fucking let me know. I'll hash it out with you. Let's fucking go. Hey, All right? hey, hey, hey. I love that energy, Mikey P. I wish we I, had that I all told show, you. dog. Yo, I'll hash I've been it out waiting. with you. 
That's all. I've been saying this for a long time. I've been waiting to say this on the show. All right. Anyway, I like hash. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everybody. We got to cut out. This is fucking phenomenal. Okay. Anyway, episode fucking 60, full of energy. 60 fucking episodes. Thank you so much. All right. Courtesy of PI. And that is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up today. For prize picks using the promo code ICONIC, will get an instant deposit match of 100% up to $100. That's promo code ICONIC. You know this shit by now, okay? Go fucking play on prize picks. Prize picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, we were live tonight on the Props Network at PropsHQ.com. Go check us out there. Subscribe to our show. Last but not least, you already know this from earlier. I'm going to repeat it. Our next show is Wednesday. That's two days from now. Wednesday, March 2nd, 8 p.m. Next show, we'll let you know on social. Until then, I got to pass it off to Nick Theories because we're way over time now. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for that, Mike. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We're also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our socials, such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. And we will see you guys Wednesday night at P&I, baby.